You're listening to the B2B Content Show, a podcast about the how, what, and why of B2B content marketing. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. I'm Jeremy Shear. The show is brought to you by Conversa, a podcasting agency that helps B2B brands start podcasts to connect with prospects and referral partners and grow brand awareness and create some really good content. Now, content marketing is a little bit like the Wild West. There's no one way to do it. There's no one way to measure success. I don't even know if there is a way to really measure success exactly. Uh, All I know is that without the right guidance, you can easily get lost amongst all the tech in the social media channels and just what the hell you should be doing and then throw AI into the mix. And it's just all you can do to hold on and just survive this wild ride. And this is why I'm so excited to introduce my guest today, Miles Shattuck. And Miles is with us to share some content marketing survival tips that he's developed over the years. So Miles, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Yeah. Pleasure to be here, Jeremy. Appreciate it. Okay. So Miles, give us like the 30-second version of you know who you are, a little bit about your background and your role today. Yeah. My name is Miles Shattuck. I am a senior content marketing manager for Rebuy Engine. And I produce content, manage the blog, help run social for Rebuy. And Rebuy is an AI-powered e-commerce personalization platform. And we help uh, merchants on Shopify grow quickly, accelerate their sales with smart merchandising. You sent me just the other day these some content marketing survival tips. And I want to go through them with you one by one. So we're starting with tip number one, interview everyone. So let's get into that. Who is everyone, first of all, and why should you be interviewing them? We can put the air quotes on everyone. Interviews are where you gather your context and the nuances of the industry. You learn about your customers. You learn about the products. The people on your team, they drive the content. So just step number one, back to basics here. Content marketing 101 is interview the folks on your team because that's where all the knowledge is at. That's where all the insights are at. And you can use that to power your content. Yeah, that, that's such a good idea. And it's so it's like low-hanging fruit, right? It's pretty easy to do. If I was starting in a content marketing role, I'm like, okay, let's we're we want to get our messaging in order. What do our customers care about? I'd go right to our customer experience team or our customer success team. Be like, what are you talking about with our customers? Absolutely. Yeah. And the one other tip I would add there is if I could go back, I've just survived my first two years at a, a very hot, fast growing startup in a fast growing industry in one of the fastest growing times, just like I drew it up. But if I could go back and do it again, <clears throat> I would set up like recurring touch points with your key mm-hmm. stakeholders. Like you said, merchant success, they're gonna they're talking to the customers often, sales team. So that's one thing that I would also offer like newer, new-ish marketers out there is once you interview them, that's great. You get like the lay of the land, but then set up some like recurring touch points. Maybe that's mm-hmm. gonna be like monthly or even quarterly with them and also the product team. So you know what's coming, you know what products are in development. You're creating space to to get that information and um, translate it into some, you know, some hot, fresh content. So definitely interviews are just like essential to the whole content engine. Good point that you're making. It's not a one and done kind of thing. Right. Right. It's, you should be having regular conversations, just like you said. Yeah. Because things are changing. Things are moving fast and changing. So what you initially learned in your first interview might not be the same six months later. 
And yeah, it's, I was chatting with Joel Barker, who is a, he owns Lions Way content agency here in, in Portland. And he said that content should never be an emergency. So if you've got mm. these, you've got these touch points there, you're able to look, see around the corner at what's coming down the product roadmap so that you can line up the content and the product at that on launch day and you can have it ready to go. And you're not like scrambling to get something out the door half done. Okay, so let's move on to survival tip number two, recruit your allies. So have at it. What are we talking about? My biggest regret is trying to do everything all by myself. That, that was, I wouldn't wish that on anyone. I wanted to get in, plug in with the team, do the writing, do the content, do the social, the email, the product marketing, just do it all. And the funny thing about like B2B content marketing and content in general is especially if you're at an early stage startup and you're an early marketing hire is you can work literally 24 hours a day. Yeah. There's, you can do it. You can work all day long, eight days a week. So recruiting allies makes your job so much easier. There are allies inside the company, referring back to the first step, set up those touch points, but also don't forget about allies outside the company. So there are freelancers that specialize in your industry. And in my case, it's e-commerce and SaaS and Shopify. There are agencies, there are interns and like virtual assistants and just all sorts of folks out there that can help you scale up. So we currently, we've, we're working with a few different agencies to help us like drive like content consistently, high velocity content. But early on, I made the mistake of trying to do it all solo. And so that made for some like several 12 and 14 hour days strung together, just working it, like trying to crank it out. But if I could give a tip to some early, the B2B content marketers out there, recruit some allies to help you scale that and think, think ahead. If you're doing it on your own, that's not really scalable. So recruit some folks that can help you do that. I think I understand why it's tempting to do everything on your own. Because you're just like, I know what to do and I know what we need and I just want to get it done. And eh, I don't know if I want to trust this person to do it. Because when you do hand stuff off and delegate, you then, you're still responsible for the end product, right? So it can right. be a little nerve wracking to do that. But on the other hand, you will absolutely burn out if you keep trying to do everything yourself. 100%. Yeah. You can wake up in the morning. Hey, I got a couple blog posts I need to work on. You can just start cranking away. But you can get bigger gains if you're like, you know, yeah. take a step back to take two steps forward kind of thing. And I'll just shout out two quick tips here, um, yeah. which can help you discover new allies. There's a couple of communities that I've recently joined. Again, if I could do it all over, I would join different communities early on mm -hmm. um, because that's where you meet freelancers and other marketers and get ideas and just share tips. Two of them really quick, you may have heard of them, but uh, one of them is Superpath. It's just a Slack community dedicated to the content marketing and the content marketers of the world. Another one is Peak Community, P-E-A-K, Peak Community. You can find them on LinkedIn. Another great community. I've joined them both just within the last year. And there's definitely folks out there that are going through it. And uh, you can make some real great connections there too. I have not heard of those, but I'm definitely going to check them out. I've For sure. I I've had a, a similar experience in a way that I recently joined like an entrepreneur group. Oh, awesome. For people like me who are new to entrepreneurship and running a small business and boy, having a community you can turn to for people who are doing similar things and going through similar things and they totally get where you're, what you're dealing with. 
that can just be such a help, both practically, like when you need an answer to a question, and just generally psychologically to know like you're not alone in this. Absolutely. You got to find your tribe. They're out there. And in my case, it's just too easy to get up and start writing. So when I finally realized, hey, it's time to make some connections, it just changes the whole game when you can find some folks out there that kind of know where you're coming from kind of thing. Building those relationships, it's at the end of the day, that's really what can sustain you and, and help you get better at your job, ultimately help you grow the business. It's like a cliche, right? Business is all about relationships, but it's true. 100% because that reminds me of an instructor I had where he was actually, I think, the co-creator of the PDF file format. Oh, wow. And he's and it was a scrum class I took like many years ago. And he's people go around saying that they're in the tech business. And he's like, they're not. They're in the people business. And that kind of always stuck with me. And I've even like peppered it throughout like our content. And it really is. They're behind every logo there's a team of folks that are like hustling. If you can connect with those other folks in your industry, it really, it really helps. I wonder if there's a podcast already that kind of chronicles the, like your, the most basic tech tools, like the Excel spreadsheet or the PDF or email, even like who invented this stuff, who and how those would be cool stories to tell. Yeah, absolutely. I think like we just did a blog post recently about like how e-commerce was invented and if, I guess mm-hmm. uh, initially it was called teleshopping. <laughs> Some guy, I'm forgetting his name, where he connected like a telephone and a television together. Yeah, that would be a super interesting topic for sure. Wouldn't it? Yeah. Back to the survival tips. Okay. Tip number three is choose your tools. Like I mentioned in my little spiel in the opening, man, can that get confusing? What tools should I be using? There's a million choices. They all seem the same. If you're like early stage, you're like the first or second marketer you're going to be doing a lot. You're going to be wearing a lot of hats. It was essential to get some tools in place that can help you develop your workflows. That's a whole other like episode too. We can talk all day about the different tools, but I just, I'll boil it down to five quick ones and then maybe a couple bonus tools here. But what we use, what I used at Rebuy was uh, Hootsuite. Need to stand up some automation. We wanted Mm -hmm. to focus on the LinkedIn channel because that's like our bread and butter. But we also wanted to show up like on other channels like Twitter and Facebook. So we stood up Hootsuite. We used Klaviyo for email automation, email marketing. We used Canva, used Photoshop quite a bit. But Canva, if you're just early, early, they have great templates in there. And I've used that quite a bit. I also used Final Cut Pro uh, 10 uh, for all of our video stuff. And then for all the blog posts that we wrote, I used Hemingway and Grammarly. Of course, I would be remiss not to mention ChatGPT nowadays. It's definitely become part of my regular kind of toolkit. You mentioned Hemingway. That's the only one of those things that you mentioned that I'm not familiar with. What is that? It is a text analyzer similar to Grammarly, but Hemingway is, it actually uses a color-coded scheme to tell you what, when to break up your sentences, how to make it more readable, what words to omit, things like that. Okay. We have one tip left. And that is tip number four, enjoy the ride. How do we enjoy the ride? If you're like at a startup and you're the only marketer, or if you're a new marketer, you're going to feel some pressure to create some high quality, high velocity content. So it's important to just have fun. It it, like e-commerce is a fun industry. Creating content is fun. Collaborating with other folks, collaborating with other marketers is super fun. In my humble opinion, it's a fun place to be. There's a couple things you can do to have fun. Experimentation 
if you're a new marketer at a startup, there's a lot of room to experiment with different formats, um, different messaging, tinkering with things, seeing what works, seeing what doesn't. Personally, I enjoy like peppering song lyrics throughout mm. our content. It's just more of an Easter egg and just fun for me to do. For example, we wrote a blog, uh, blog post about bundles, which is like a great way to introduce your products and allow your customers to discover new products. And to prepare for BFCM, which is Black Friday, Cyber Monday, we did a post called Welcome to the Bundle. Uh, <laughs> nice. So stuff like that, man, just, it makes me happy. I don't know. I like, I can chuckle to myself and sprinkle different things in there. And so, yeah, that's one way to have a little fun with what you're doing. So yeah, enjoy the ride. It's about being creative and, and I think that's meant to be fun. So don't forget that. I think that's so great. And I think you're so right. It's look, if content marketing is the wild west, right, that can be stressful but yeah, it, it's also a lot of fun because there are very few absolute rules for how you must do it. It's changing constantly. There's so much room for experimentation. And now with AI, that's a whole new paradigm that who the hell knows exactly how that's all going to play out. There's definitely been a lot of anxiety around it, right? About, wait, am I going to re be replaced by the AI? And I don't know, maybe, but it's also just cool. Just yeah. so interesting and fun to play around with. And what an interesting time to be alive and to be a marketer with all this technology. It's amazing. Preach. Yeah. If I were starting right <laughs> now, I would I, chat GPT, even mid journey would be like in the, in the first generation of tools that I use. Yeah. And of course now it is, but yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. It's changing the whole game for marketers like around the world. It's pretty awesome. And it's just cool to be a part of it. And like we, we can say, Hey, I was there when this stuff first came online. We were some of the first people to use it for future generations who are, it just become baked into everyday life who can't really appreciate what it was like in the early days. I think Bill Gates said we're in like the fourth technological revolution yeah. and it is like a cyclical thing, but you're yeah. right on, you're right on point. It's interesting. It makes things fascinating. You not never know what's going to happen next. Now they're creating commercials. I'm not sure if you saw that, like brand just from text to like video. Really? Uh, I think that's chat GPT four. I haven't played with that one yet, but yeah, it's in its early stages, but you're absolutely right, Jeremy. It's definitely fun to be a B2B content marketer yeah. for sure. And in music too, right? It doesn't really have much to do with B2B marketing. We're both songwriters, musicians. People are doing some weird stuff with music and chat GPT. There's some dude who put out that song it was a mix of the weekend and Drake and it went viral. So, whoa. Okay. And I guess Grimes has now licensed. She's like, clone me, use my voice. We'll share the revenue. Wow. That's a revolutionary idea right there. Going to be really fascinating to watch how it all unfolds for sure. Like I said, we could go on and on and, and talk for hours, but we'll cut it here. So Miles, thank you. Oh, there we go. I forgot to silence my phone and then we just got my phone ringing in it. So either we'll cut that out or maybe we'll keep it in as a lesson learned, Jeremy. Silence your damn phone. Okay. Miles, how can people connect with you? What's the best way? Yeah. Connect with me on LinkedIn, Miles Shattuck. And you can also learn more about me at milesshattuck.com. We marketers got to stick together. I'm always looking to expand my network. So if you're listening or watching, reach out and let's connect for sure. Okay. Awesome. So we'll put some information in the show notes. We'll put your LinkedIn there. We'll put the, your milesshattuck.com there. Thank you so much. This is an awesome conversation. I really enjoyed it. Hey, me too, Jeremy. It's been a pleasure. Let's do it again sometime. 
That's it for this episode of the B2B Content Show. You can subscribe anywhere you get podcasts on any podcast app. And while you're at it, you might as well give the show five stars and leave an over-the-top comment about how much you love the podcast. If you'd like to be a guest on the show or you know someone who you think would be a great guest, let us know. You can contact me at jeremy at conversa.com. That's C-O-N-N-Versa.com. The B2B Content Show is brought to you by Conversa Podcasting. Check us out at conversa.com to learn more about how we help B2B brands start podcasts to connect through conversation with the buyers and decision makers you need to get to know to grow your business. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.